we join the Super Legit crew and guest as they talk aspirational financial goals. Yeah, I mean, eventually when we can actually bring in money, I would love to pay our guests because I think that's a very nice thing yeah, to do that's, yeah. that demonstrates. I'd love oh, I was to pay yeah, ourselves. I, I was just After my heavy kidding. gambling debts first. Well, yes. You've also got yeah. two kids. You shouldn't kid about that. Let's give you money. No, 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 Rebecca. It's You're saying what we're all thinking. No, I, I mean, it's Saturday night. I could right. be breastfeeding this right now. Thank you. <laughs> Who wouldn't? For money. The goal is to pay everyone who's on the show 10 interns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Sharna. I just dropped so much on swag. Now I got to send this and, out. And legit coin. Oh. Everyone gets <laughs> legit coin. Yes. I love it. Right. I got a text about that. Yeah. Worth millions. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and not make we me the co-host. Can we start not making me the co-host, please? <laughs> hey, did, did I come in after the point when it was fun? I, I missed that whole time. Oh, <laughs> it was last week, homie. It's a short launch window. Welcome back to another episode of Super Legit Podcast. I'm your host, Jet Kaufman, and as always, I'm surrounded by some of my favorite people. Let's run through them real quick. We've got Jen Burton. We've got Sean Michael Boozer, Josh Spence. Third place, okay. Chris Compton, Chris Sanders, Stephen C. James. me. And this week's special guest. Drumroll, but not really. Drumroll, please. <laughs> okay, thank you. God, you guys are usually better at this. <laughs> Rebecca Stevens! Yay! Yay! Hi, Rebecca. I, I, I think the drum roll drowned out my name. Yeah, and I, I was going to I didn't contribute yeah. to the drums okay. because there was so much interference with all these different drums. It's a, diff- a lot of drums, no, guys. But also, yeah. Rebecca really wants to hear her name again on so. this podcast. So this time, everyone quiet. All right. Rebecca Stevens. Oh, Steven Stevens. That was just for you. Steven, oh, we Steven, edit that out. Oh, feels so good. I'm glad we finally figured out a way to insert sound effects into a podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> the old-fashioned way. 45 episodes in, we finally got it, guys. I'm glad we hired that guy from public radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see you, Rebecca. Uh, some of us have a long history from you from the L.A. improv scene. And what do the, the rest bar of you have? Oh, okay. <laughs> Like some of you guys and some of us have this sort of like, what are the histories that everyone has with me? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. I mean, does anyone here, has anyone here not met Rebecca before? Because I was just making assumptions. Well, you know who doesn't Jen? have the history Ooh. with Jen, with, with anybody here today, actually? It's Michael Hyman, because Michael Hyman is not here today. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So. Um, and and I, I should. Uh, so Michael Hyman, of course, for those who know our show and for those who don't. Is uh, our co-host, and once again, he is absent. He is at yet yeah. another wedding. Uh, still not his. So uh, ooh, I'm just going to say that because is somebody going to fill in otherwise. for him as a yeah. co-host? Someone yeah, should so fill in for him. Someone does idea. need to take his place, which means uh, you know, and and of course, there's supply, rules. Supply there's rules demand, around baby. picking a replacement aren't for we, Michael Hyman. Aren't we on the S's alphabetically for who gets to be co-host? Aren't we in the S's? We, uh, we yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think, think so. we are. We go yes. by last name. Yeah. Everything's coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spence House. Let's do this. Uh, so, like, yeah, Stevens, yeah. do you guys just want me to step up and be the co-host? I mean, what? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's a great idea. idea. Are you all three? So. That's great. Oh, I love it. Right. Okay. Again? I love no that. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, we don't need to deliberate or anything. It's like every episode, we find a way for me to not. This is why I didn't change my last name when I got married, just for this moment. Right here, right now. Everything's exactly. coming up roses for you. You were always a that's planner, just, that's Rebecca. That's such an example of a gracious, uh, gracious guest. Like, 
No one else wants to do it, and you just step in and take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just what, complete what, vacancy, uh, silence, no effort on anyone else's part. Yeah. Is like, but you were like, no, I'm, I'm not going to take this. I, well, I appreciate you letting me be the guest and let me offer my services. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my god, so gracious. Uh, as far as keeping your maiden name, uh, uh, my wife also did the same thing, and then a friend of hers uh, let us all know how she felt about it one time we were hanging out and referred to another person who did not do that as a gender traitor. Um, she, she wow. like, yeah, she's like, she changed her name when she got married. Gender traitor. <laughs> like, whoa. That's whoa. Fine. I, just, I didn't do it because I'm lazy. Like, there's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. My, my wife didn't do it because her, her first name is Jen and Jen James sounds a little porny. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yes. That's true. Well, my husband's Jenna last James. name is really hard to pronounce and i have to always like spell it and like mm-hmm. explain it to his people. name is bill really hard to pronounce <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yes, but seriously his last name is bill really hard to pronounce yes. <laughs> but are, it's got like four omelets in it it's really yeah. weird and then people are like is that all one word and i'm like yes and so it just it gets really hard for people so i've just stuck with stevens because yeah. the only question with oh, stevens yeah. is is it with a v or a ph and yeah. i'm like i don't know you pick <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Roll them dice. I saw Gender Trader warm up for Throbbing Gristle and Ministry <laughs> 2001 at the Wiltern. Oh, uh, I love their leg of the Lilith Fair tour. A lot of drum machines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of drum issues? A lot of drum machines. <laughs> and issues. And, and issues from the drum machines. Yeah. That's how me and Stevens met. That's how me and Stevens met. Yeah. The drum issues they had was everybody in the band was trying to do the vocal drum roll, like, brrr, at the same time. Mm. And it just yeah, got yeah. way too messy, and you couldn't and, hear the and lyrics And someone was trying song. to announce the band, and, mm-hmm. like, they couldn't hear the name of the band. Yeah. <laughs> Those oh, Renaissance really? Fair techno bands are really oh. terrible. <laughs> 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 so uh so we we like to start these shows off with uh with a big question and see who's got answers for it uh so i'm gonna throw this week's question out it is what's a life philosophy you grew up with that you completely flipped as an adult and you know, i'll let you take that as you will could be pretty serious it could be fun and silly but i'd love to hear what what people have got for this Wow, nothing. Do, do we have to put a caveat and say besides Christianity? Or because um, <laughs> that's immediately yeah, that's, where that's I went. what minus yeah. Steve it's, did. It's usually the yeah. easy one. Josh, you've got your hand up. I am not surprised, but I would love to hear it because your answers are fun. Well, oh, no, they're you. not always fun, but they oh, are entertaining. They're not fun. Okay. <laughs> God, I feel so bad now. What happened? Um, <laughs> no, sometimes they're the, the the dark, brooding ones that really get us through the episode. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I will then mow you off for the therapy. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> the the one I grew up with was the the platitude of uh, everything will sort itself out. Oh, just yeah. like don't worry about it. Life's a journey. Everything will sort itself out. Um. So being an only child and everything will sort itself out. I kind of had like life on easy mode for a very long time. And then, you know, when it comes to like college and the real world, you realize, Oh, Hey, <laughs> it doesn't sort itself out. You like, you really have to try and apply yourself uh, <laughs> to life and, you know, the things that you love and the things that you want to be good at. Um, so I've learned the exact opposite, <laughs> you know, as I've, as I've grown. Um, actually it's a, it's a funny story. I was thinking about the question 
um, you know, I've gotten back into journalism, writing reviews and critiques and whatever. And uh, recently I was actually had the opportunity to write the obit for uh, Taylor Hawkins, which mm -hmm. is a, a big deal to me as being a Foo Fighters mm -hmm. fan. And uh, I asked Steven, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to write this. It's off the cuff. Edit this for me. Tell me what you think. And he jumped up and said, yeah, of course. And then um, the notes I got back from him and my editor, they were both, this is fantastic. Uh, it made me shed a tear, which made me feel good. And I thought about it again of like, because I'm coming back into writing and kind of being apprehensive and trying to figure out what's working and what's not working. And rereading it, what really made it work was I committed to it. You know, I really yeah. inserted myself and all of I had to put into the project, into that article, into it. And I think that's what makes the difference in just like a regular story versus a really good story is what you put into it. So, uh, yeah, that's something I've definitely learned. I say like as the complicated philosophies of life, I think mine have whittled down to just that over time. Mm. Like pretty much everything just filters into give a shit. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then like, you know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? I giving it. Have you tried giving <laughs> yeah. a shit about it? Uh, but like, yeah, like, like that it, life is never simple, but like that part is like, have you tried trying, yeah. uh, is, is always a good starting point. Uh, that seems like a lot of effort. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> um, it sounds like something I would not be interested in, but it might work for you. Yeah. Good. No, sometimes it does involve pants. Uh, yeah, it does. Definitely not for me. I'm done. And actually, I was saying, not even you have you tried trying. It's have you tried caring? Yeah. Cause like, that's the shit. Oh, I well, that's something I'm really yeah. good at. Caring but not trying. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a real thing where it's like, oh man, somebody should really do something about this. <laughs> this is really, really important, and one day uh, someone will. Yeah, um, super. So, just hear me out on this. I've been working on it all night, but I think I think when we go into the presentation, it's going to work. Listen, to all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce cheese pickles onions and then assess i'm gonna stop you right there oh, um shit. i start with two all beef patties and then i feel like the rest will all just kind of work itself out wait are you <clears throat> suggesting that he starts at the top no 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 no. it's it's or starts the in the top. middle what do you mean at the top what? it's too I, I think she makes a good point. You're saying you start with the, the two all beef patties, so you're you're starting in the middle of the set. What's the support system? No, I, you guys didn't think I'm saying put the patties on top. I mean, that's the, the first burger. thing well, that you did like, say. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. No, I assume that's um, what I'm looking at. I was suggesting. I wasn't suggesting he start with that. I was suggesting that whatever he started with, which the first words out of his mouth were two all beef patties. I did say you that. You say yes. that, and then the, the rest will kind of work itself out. However, I hadn't accounted for the idea of this entropy that would create wow. a sandwich that the there is no bread, but instead two all-beef patties. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're calling my Big Mac an entropy? I don't even know what that is. I mean, Greg, I don't know about a Big Mac. It sounds to me like you're making a chaos burger. I mean, two all-beef patties Chaos just burgers? flopping around on the middle of no. the tray? What are we no, expecting the consumer to do with that? Get grease fingers? See, hear, hear me out here. I think we need ah. to inject 
uh, some ideas from the video game world because video games are very popular. Technology is big. They do these things. They, they procedurally generate worlds. I say we procedurally generate a burger. You know, the, the person what? just... You, you, you do some seed code. You, you have the person come in the restaurant. You say, just punch in a bunch of random numbers. And then the machine will, will just generate something. It could be a burger. It could be a fish. It could be a couch. I'd like it's, to interject something uh, from the philosophical uh, world. Sure. Um, at the core, at the very essence of what a, a burger, what a sandwich, what, what a, it, it is the all beat. The, the, it's the meat. And so I think we do start with the core. What is is this thank you it we start with the b but a burger is not a sandwich a burger is a burger okay look it's called the big mac McDonald's. this is not even a philosophical question uh, it is in fact a sandwich you can look this up on wikipedia it's not a chaos burger it's not an entropy whatever that is it is a sandwich no it's a so i'm picturing here's what here's what here's where i am i'm picturing yeah. On the top, there's two all beef patties. No! <laughs> and then no! special sauce. Yeah, we've all uh-huh. got the same picture. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lettuce, cheese. No. Pickles, onions on it. No. I started off with the patties because that's. Hi. Um. I ordered a Big Mac, and um, I, you just gave me a bowl of slop, and I just don't. I don't understand. I thought I was getting like a regular burger. Did you Did you see the the special sauce? I, well, it looks like it's all special sauce, mm-hmm. and the and guy, the cashier, the cashier said uh, that he just, it's a com- some sort of computer-generated burger that is just chosen by some sort of algorithm, and... Yeah, ma'am, what we have here is a complicated algorithm that uses machine learning algorithms okay, to take well, your preferences a- and process it through a preference generation machine. If you yeah. look right here, this is based on Bernoulli's number. And what it does is it actually takes it and uses a recursive. I'm function. starving. So they if it's a Big Mac, I'm happy with whatever you, I mean, it's a Big Mac, right? Yeah. Okay, do great. The, do you I'll want the concept it. of fries with that? I do want fries. So yes, that'd be great. Okay. I love this idea for a video game. I think it's fantastic. We have people okay. just ordering food. I think it's great. I am in. I love it 100%. The best presentation I've ever seen. And we call it burger time. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember burger time well. It's a classic. It's a good game. <laughs> you know, Stephen was saying earlier, like, uh, he cares about stuff, but the follow through is the part that's rough. And I do. But here's the thing. Have you ever heard the idea of like, if it's something that you're thinking about, keep thinking about it, because at some point you will be inspired to take action. I mean, that's never happened for me personally, but that's that's the idea. Um, So here's my pushback on that, though. When is the last time you heard like some like Nobel Prize winner or, you know, some uh, Supreme Court justice or some person who didn't slap somebody while accepting a trophy uh, say like you know what i did with my life i thought about things for a real long time and then eventually right at the last minute i got off my butt and i did something and you know what it kind of worked out no that would be socrates and the only thing he ever did was drink that poison he's like i should have just kept thinking I should've, that was my uh, more like him late uh. good old socrates no but i mean i think the entire idea of facebook is based on the idea that 
thinking about things excuses you from doing anything about them, right? That's all oh, social God. media and Twitter. Yeah. I liked it. What more can you want all from things. me? It's like yeah. I've said my case. Mm-hmm. If I've stated yeah. what I care about, that is in place of actually doing anything about the thing that I'm caring about. Because now yeah. doing something that you care about gets you no attention. And what yes. we reward is the opinion of of what should be done. We don't we don't reward actual yeah, action. You, you get no upvotes for actually doing it in real life. Yeah, this yeah. is what has plagued the Democratic Party since like 1982. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre-internet. By the way, 1982 was a very specific non-presidential election year. But it was Reagan. Reagan. But, Reagan but I'm like it Reagan was, was in my office. First year, yeah. and Reagan was in office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Same. Yeah. Since Chris Sanders destroyed the Democratic Party. <laughs> and Reagan, right, Reagan, it's not, uh, most terrible things didn't happen the year a president was elected. It's usually in their term. Super. All right, uh, it's me, uh, Ted Kennedy. And uh, I are, uh, just wanted to point out, uh, there's this kid that's been born or, uh, in Michigan. And uh, I think it's up to us uh, as a Democratic Party. Uh, to start uh, disappointing this kid. Um, we've been on a good run, and uh, I think it's time that we start really shitting the bed for this Chris Sanders kid. Um, when you say we've been on a good run, what specifically are you referring to? Because I'm looking back, um, like you didn't even understand fully the idea of carpool. So what is the good run? Well, our, uh, we have uh, had control of uh, Congress for uh, several cycles now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's just make sure that within the next uh, 12 years, by the time we get another Democratic president, we make sure we've only let the uh, uh, basest, most uh, venal aspects of the opposing party step in to take our place. Did you say um, uh, governor, venal? Or? Governor of South Dakota here. Um, so do you want me to head up the committee to hire a... Terminator, if you were, or some type of robot to kill said kid in Michigan. Our, uh, uh, South Dakota, um, that is that is not um, exactly what I meant. I meant disappoint, not... Because I'm uh, building a Skynet here. We can make it happen. What if... Let, I'm just going to throw <laughs> something out here. What if instead we just um, had the lions suck forever? Would that be enough of a payback? Oh, that, well, I feel like- that's... That's better than this sir, uh, idea that uh, we go ahead and convert the secret robot lab we have inside of Mount Rushmore into some sort of uh, killer assassin monster factory. Look, uh, Ted, I'm I'm assuming this is me, uh, Walter ahead. Mondale. Go ahead, Ted. I'm not sure because I'm I'm not able to tell myself apart from other people. Uh, I'm sort of like the idea of face blindness, but the point is, isn't it our job as Democrats Mm -hmm. to ensure that the people of the United States have an opportunity to take a chance at getting the ability to trying to do something by the year 2000? Uh, all right, Walter, that's why that sort of mealy mouth, almost commitment to making a point is why I think you should be the next Democratic candidate for president. And I will say this, you will only beat Chris Sanders in that election by about four electoral votes. 
Well, if I am me, I am excited to accept this honor. Are we looking to have nothing but one-term presidents, just like our last president, Jimmy Carter? Is that is that what our goal uh, is? If we go for a two-termer, our next two-termer should be somebody who, after he leaves office, we all kind of feel dirty about him. You know, one of those <laughs> things, like, the more we think about him, the more we think, geez, that was our guy. I think that should be our next two-termer. And then after that, we should get somebody to clean up things a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, this yeah. Kid. The door was unlocked. What's going on? And hi, I'm Ron. Just wondering oh, what Jesus. you fine folks are doing in this part of my house. Uh, hey, hey, Mr. Well, President. We've, we've had a passage into here for many years. Quick, come uh, the jelly we beans. use this as a meeting room. Oh, here. Uh, oh, I'm Ron, have, have some of these I get mixed up sometimes. Did you know Han Solo and Chewbacca are going to protect us from the Ruskins? Yes, yes, the Ruskins. <laughs> yeah, indeed, uh, uh, the Ruskins. Just that way to the to to the bedroom there, Ronnie. Oh, okay. Tell Mary she's got a fine ass. <laughs> yes, sir. I, um, I feel honor bound to do this. South Dakota, you were, you were making a point before Ron walked in here. He's still in here, by the way. He's just he's just walking into the corner over and over again. I'll find my way out. These things just I, kind I, of work themselves It's an oval. How did he find the corner? It's an oval. <laughs> I, I feel like my Terminator idea kind of got swept under the rug. So this Chris Sanders kid, he's from Michigan. Yeah. What if we had, like, some Detroit robot cop or a robocop, if you will, mm -hmm. serve and protect... And find this kid uh, I, and I kill him. South, South Dakota, I love that idea. That sort of technology isn't going to be able to be advanced until way into the future of 1994. Um, I, and I'll, I will say, as Democrats, we feel that robot police union issues are a core part of our blue-collar constituency that helped us win several elections. Walter, I swear to God, I love you so much. I, you're like if narcolepsy could put on a tie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> Good morning, Legit. America. Legit. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I feel like I was watching the History Channel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All these current references. I hope you yeah, I learned so much <laughs> about democracy, mm -hmm. America, RoboCop. Like <laughs> you guys, I I was inspired. That's what we do. It was probably as accurate as the History Channel as well. Yeah, we mm -hmm. almost got to the part where the aliens in Atlantis came in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we cut back. No, I'm no. not saying aliens. <laughs> Uh, Jet, I wanted to go back to your question that you Please. had asked everyone because this might be my therapy session that I can share with you guys. Um, so one thing that I was taught when I was younger that I don't follow anymore was to respect your elders. Oh, and yeah. I feel like it was something that my parents instilled in me, like, oh, it's respect your elders. Like, you know, just you, you, you bow down, whatever, whatever they need. And fuck your elders because they should earn your respect. Like yeah. nobody should yeah. just be given respect regardless yes. of their age. Just because they survived a long time? Yeah. And case mm -hmm. in point, let me tell you about yesterday at the Vons parking lot at Ooh, Laurel Canyon. Here it comes. I have just shopped. Oh, it's also what, 110 degrees in LA mm -hmm. yesterday? Like it was mm -hmm. disgusting. It's AC weather for sure. Yeah. yeah. So it's 3 p.m. I've done my shopping. I'm in my car. 
and I'm ready to pull out of the parking lot. And I look over and I see a car to my right. Right. Sorry. I don't know my rights and my lefts. <laughs> Check those hands. Looking yes. at my oh. So this is already not your fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I look to my right and I see a car coming. And so like I start to pull out, but then I stop. And then I hear like someone hit my back window. Oh. And I'm oh. like, oh, what? Well, first of all, I thought it was my groceries falling over because yeah. I've got mm. car seats. I don't stack things properly. And then this older lady comes to my passenger side window and knocks on it. And I'm like, fuck. but I roll it down, which she wasn't wearing a mask. So that was my fault. But I roll it down and she's like, you almost hit me. And I said, oh, my God, ma'am, I am so sorry. I apologize. I give it to her. I'm like, Mm -hmm. my fault. She yells at me. You should have looked where you were going. Why aren't you paying attention? What is wrong with you? And I was just like. Fuck you. I didn't say that. But that's what I right. thought. Because I I gave you the apology. I, obviously, I didn't want to hit you. Like, right. yeah. I wasn't trying to hit you. I gave you the apology. So then after she yells at me, she starts to walk away. So I'm like, it's it's really hot out. And then, <laughs> and then no, I go. Good comeback. Belated small talk is amazing. And as she's, as she's still walking, but I can see her, I go, stay hydrated. She's <laughs> she's still walking, really so I go sweet. take your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you should throw like the old person rhetoric back at her. I don't know yeah. where I am, <laughs> but I'm just like, well, just where the jelly beans? Take the apology. Like I didn't like it was such like a thing where I was like, why? Like next time I'm not gonna roll down my window. Like next time I'm gonna continue to reverse. Like what the fuck? Right, like, yeah, that's that's still you respecting your elders though. I want to hear the version where Rebecca Stevens is like. Listen here, you shriveled little bitch. Oh, you knock right. on my window again. I'm going to knock you to the ground. Yes. Yeah, see, all those <laughs> thoughts I had while driving home where I was like, oh, I should have said this. And I should have yeah. called her a cunt. Like, why didn't I say that? <laughs> Although, take your medicine unsolicited to an old person is basically calling them a cunt. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes yeah. me feel better. What kind of medicine? Yeah. Uh, but like, medicine. like, maybe it's because I've worked in marketing. Uh, but another word for almost hit someone is didn't hit someone. Right. <laughs> well, I wish I'd been like, I should have been like, oh, and I missed you? Like, oh, right. so close. Yeah. Right. Or right. Is, Let's try it again. Or is my car okay? Like, ooh. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no. But it was such a moment where I was like, why do I have to respect you? Like, again, she wasn't wearing the mask. So. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like if I if I hadn't already uh, given up on respecting my elders, uh, the economy did that for me. It's oh, like, yeah. just look at, you know, everything that the boomers uh, did and also look at, you know, what what most of the, the old people voted for. Uh, well, and, and, and I'm done. But the, like, you know, what, where I learned to not respect my elders is when I became older than people. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. I deserve no respect whatsoever. <laughs> right. I know how dumb the people I went to high school with were. And now they're in charge of your lives. We're fucked. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to respect them. And I think the people who are older than me we're friends with the people who were just as dumb as the people I was. Yeah. So, yeah, like, like, like very clearly, like, there was no secret to the adult world. Yeah. And you remember that moment clearly when you first strike that line of, like, don't fuck with me. I remember having that fight with my dad. He was like, this is a Van Halen household. And I was like, I like Nine Inch Nails, Dad. This is who I am now. And we didn't talk for years about it. You know, you got <laughs> that old make cliche that... fight with your father. <laughs> that that conversation <laughs> happened in the year 2018. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to know. He needs to know. <laughs> 
super. Uh, little Jimmy, come and sit on my lap. Grandma has a story to tell you. All right, Grammy. Uh, here's the thing. I know that you and your brothers and, and your little sister have been coming to me for advice, but I wanted to tell you a secret. I don't know shit. I don't know anything about anything. And the real secret is, is that no old person knows anything about... I don't know how I live this long. It's really some sort of a miracle or just a trick of the of the light, I, I, which doesn't even make sense. And I know that because I'm not bright. So whatever I have told you in the past, now that I'm getting old enough to die, just ignore it. And just you, you just do whatever is right for you. I, I'm, I'm seven. Uh, Mommy said. I know, and you know more than I do. That's, um, I know, I know, um, I know that Bob the Builder, um, he says we can do it. <laughs> That's right, and I don't even know who the fuck that is. I mean, who is that? He's just one guy named Bob the Builder. What it? What is that? I see you already know more than old Grandma. He makes stuff. Um, I oh, don't know. He builds. Oh, now I get it. I yeah. get it now. Yeah, you get it. You get your smart. Uh, grandma, um, well, actually, Mom, but we're going to call you Grandma because uh, Jimmy just told me the conversation he had with you. Um, oh, yes. Have you not been taking your medication? I didn't even know I was on medication. Oh, God. You see this this little thing that says M-T-W-T-F-S-S? Mofotokovavis, yes. No, that's not. No, it's. No. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? No one. Look, I've been trying to explain to you that I know nothing and nobody believes me. All right. He told you to take your medicine? He said that's that what, to you? That's I the know. octogenarian version of the C word. I know. How that's, dare he? I, I think you should take up words against him and well, perhaps fight him to the death. Well, it's very insulting. That's not the way we raised that boy. I know. Can't How I just die he? of natural causes without having some sort of medical intervention? I mean, that's our God-given rights. That's, that's what, any, I mean, I'm not smart enough to make myself feel better or seek out help. Where would I go? Well, Nora! Uh, ma'am, I don't know how else to tell you this, but from all the tests, uh, it appears you are medificus. Uh, that's medically oh, disparate from simple sentences. <laughs> In layman's terms, you don't really understand anything. I have been trying to tell people this for years, and no one has believed me. Well, I finally do. have a name for it. A doctor, I yes, Medificus. My name is Nora, and I have Mephitis. Uh, <laughs> Medificus. Medificus. No, 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 you added a D. Medificus. Maybe you could write it down for me, and uh, I could just read it off a piece of paper. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know if you can understand simple acronyms as a I don't condition know what of metaphysis, but what because it's it? sentences. All right, Dad. Uh, yes, I, I did tell her to take the medicine. I didn't call her a name. Um, you know mother, what? You know what? You know, I'm tired of this. You know what? 
ever since you came in, you came at me like, you know, the Birds is the greatest band ever. And I'm, I'm a Metallica man. And that's where it all stemmed from. And I am tired. Let's go, oh. old man. Come at fight me. Him. Get oh, in there. Come you on. fight him. There fight is on a season. Your turn, wife. turn, turn. For me to kick your ass. Turn, turn, turn. Get over Wait. here, boy. Come on. Come on. Lean in. Uh, yeah, Ow. how you like that? Uh, I'm working the body. Uh, yeah, it's it feels like a gentle massage, Dad. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> it's the osteo. My hands. Uh, I want to thank you all for coming here today for this uh, group therapy. Um, you know, I'm gonna beat my dad's ass. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If he gets out of line. Yep. Not if I don't beat your ass first, you this, little shit. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys want family therapy? That's in the next room. Oh, okay. Wrong room. Yeah, this is group therapy. I told you we weren't in the right place. We're one hell of a group. Well, I I just realized that we all have gotten to a place where we we are we are old enough to die, and I want us to express how we know that we are old enough to die. Like what has happened in our lives that we realize that yes, we are old I, enough to I, die. I have I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why won't he take me? What? I ask him every day. <laughs> And the good Lord above doesn't see it fit to take me away. Perhaps you are not yet old enough to die. I'm 118 years old, Mm. and I hold the Guinness World Record. For what? Why won't he take me? Bob the Builder says you can do anything. If that's what you want, you can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, I can. I learned that I was old enough to die when I gave away all my money to a nice man who called me on the phone. Oh. And he told me that my money was covered with poison. And so I needed to <laughs> give it to him and take it to the poison reclamation. His, I, his, as a stray, as a yuck, Mr. Yuck, his name was. Uh, show me his picture on a card. Uh, I assume he did. He was on the phone, of course. Uh, but that was the moment I said, I am not responsible enough to continue to consume oxygen. And so since then, I drank nothing but seawater. Well, I realized I was old enough to die when my son decided that he wanted to fight me, his father. And I realized I was old enough to die because when I kill that little shit and they give me what? the chair, I will know that I deserved it. Dad, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna come to some 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 realization. I thought we were gonna come together, and, and you just you just, you turned on me there. I thought we were gonna come to some understanding. Listen, where before you were born, I fell in love with your mother, and I that remember. woman, Nora, is the most beautiful woman I ever met in my life. Okay, I know. I know I how the story a hot ends. Young thing. No, please, you guys know. Still la, 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 I remember just la, holding la, her. Would you shut down that racket and just. Putting my tongue all the way down la, her la, throat. La, la, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. La, la, Excuse me. Is this yeah, is this Burgers slow. Anonymous? Is this Burgers nice Anonymous one. scoop therapy? Nope. Okay, I'm gonna go see myself next door. Sorry. Well, this is this has been great. <laughs> <laughs> um. By the way, I was laughing so hard because I want to see Nora's PSA for Medifer for Future for Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Nora, and I, oh my God. Yo, can we give that to Hyman for an improvised ad next time? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you mean an actual ad, uh, like the actual ad we're about to have, 
which uh, Michael Hyman is not his here this week, ad, as we've as we've mentioned. So uh, once again, he's given uh, the advertisement to uh, Chris Sanders to kick off for us. Not his best friend, Josh Spence. Okay. Um, oh, I have that ad uh, right here. Great. Let Let's me, hear it. Let me run the tape. What's up? I'm Trevor, native Norcalian and legendary surfer. Do you find yourself hitting that same mid-afternoon bummer wall? Like, you should really keep shredding, but all your brains want to do is chill for real? No worries anymore, brothers. All you need is Orange Hawaii, the energy drink for Howleys. Ha, what's a Howley? Look, I don't even know. What I do know is these drinks are the most supple energy drinks on the market. They have virtually no harmful additives, and I can get down with that for real. They're even approved by the FDA, FAA, FBI, and or the FCC. And on top of that, we even got world-famous superstar Jamie Presley to endorse Orange Hawaii. Hey, yo, Jamie, what you think of Orange Hawaii? What? Who are you? That's legit. Anyway, try Orange Hawaii. It'll make you feel more native Hawaiian than a humu humu nuku nuku apuwa'a. What? I said it. (laughs) 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 And I believe you're supposed to type what legit in the promo code box, right, Jet? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, if you if you put uh, leg- according to my notes, if you put legit in the uh, in the promo code box, um, you waive all claims for future. Right, yes. That was my, it. Yes. My favorite yeah. thing about drinking yeah. Orange Hawaii is that it really does like it lives up to the name because it turns your urine orange and it mm. burns like it's coming out of a volcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Ever since they switched the word agent to Hawaii. Uh, it's been a much more successful product. I could just like imagine the logo for Orange Hawaii and like the logo guy for Hawaiian Punch just having gang wars across all the islands. Oh, and I pictured them having sex and creating a uniform. That's called child. gang wars. Oh, that's called. Is that what we, is that what they call it in Hawaii? I don't speak Hawaiian. Yeah. Is this what that Facebook game was? <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right, Stevens. You're right. <laughs> Hey, what do orange and red make? Red orange? Uh, red, red or yeah. orange. Red orange. Yeah. Reddish orange. It's brownish. Rust. Right? No? Uh, rust. Yeah. Yeah. Rust. Oh, rust color. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a lot of time Probably. working with somebody who works with crayons. Uh, right, yeah. So it's, it's definitely uh, red orange. It's definitely red orange. Yeah. Yeah. Orange. I'm, I'm not saying I've murdered a clown, but I can answer this question. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I was, I was thinking about this. I know one of the things... You know, it's a sillier one, but I grew up with uh, a, a mother who was in the music industry. Like she worked for a lot of major rock bands. Um, and like, so she had a really clear sense of of music. And so like I grew up listening to a ton of, you know, really great music. I mean, you know, listening to uh, Pink Floyd and like Canned Heat and like uh, really eclectic wide range, you know, ZZ Top and, you know, y- you name it. It was all this classic rock stuff and, and adjacent. And like it was it was, you know, my my taste in music obviously was initially inspired by my mother. But my mother was to her, you know, lack of awareness, um, pretty stuck up about music like there was good music 
And then there was mm. everything else and everything else was not. And so like pop music, for instance, was absolutely something like that was just garbage to her. It was overproduced trash. You know, the, it, you know, electronic music was coming up and it's like, that's just noise. You know, you know, there's a lot of that stuff. And so I definitely held on to a lot of that attitude for a while as I approached music that was popular or liked by other people. And there came a time where I, uh, I just kind of had to recognize that a lot of this quote unquote crap was really fun and it didn't matter if it was perhaps overproduced or it didn't matter what the instrumentation of it was or who wrote what committee wrote it or you know whatever what the issues were behind it if i was enjoying it i don't care how legitimate it was uh josh finger up what have you got to say to that <laughs> mr music thank you uh no do you believe, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do, do you, you believe. Jack Hoffman believe. <laughs> in, in, in love after love. <laughs> no, let me ask you this though. Do you believe in guilty pleasures? Is that a thing? Y yes. Although, yeah, I guess part of what I'm trying to come around to is the not feeling guilty part. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. That's kind of the thing is. We only get one life. Yeah. Yeah. Drink orange so there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, I mean like this, <laughs> this is garbage, but I like it. And if I can just get myself to go. Or maybe I just like it and I can skip the first half of that sentence. And that's kind of where I'm ending up. And I think you know, we, 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 we touched on some of this before, too. But yeah, mm. like if I just Who like it. Pleasures? What are my or well, just straight just, pleasures? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Straight. Well, pleasures. Let's just say well, pleasures. Just pleasures. Let's, pleasures. Not normalize. Let's, let's not be a jerk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I just came across as a homophobe. I'm sorry. <laughs> God I damn it, Stephen. All stuck up about the kinds of movies I watch and watch all this artsy stuff. And, you know, occasionally I do. But honestly, the only things my wife and I are going to the theaters to see are Marvel films or, you know, a couple of us went and saw the Batman the other night. And you know what? They're, they're fun. And I enjoy huge action films like that. And that's fine. Is it cinema <laughs> or is it a movie? You know, uh, they're two different what was things. that, Mr. Scorsese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I think, yeah, dude, the reason people go to movies is because they're fun and you right. get to live another life for a little bit. And But cinema is its own thing, too. And there's sure. But they're, they're both, they're different, but they're both valid. Yeah. And to enjoy them, you don't owe anybody an apology. Agreed. Yeah. And if you, if you enjoy cinema, you're getting what, like, if you enjoy hyper artsy movie, you're getting the same feeling that somebody who's getting there, like, getting super jazzed for Fast and the Furious 12. Like, it's the same thing. Like, right. you went and some somebody flashed some lights in your face and you had left with a smile on your face. Like, don't, like, why get precious about it? That's or, my king. Yeah, not necessarily a smile on your face because some of those movies, you know, you leave, yeah, you leave precious. You're not like, wow, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. I, I like that they left it open for a sequel. Yeah. 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 I feel like cinema is like cinema often is a movie that I'm like, this movie's amazing and I never need to see it again. Yes. Exactly. And yes. like and yeah. the movies that I'm I I I'm embarrassed at some of the movies that I have seen like oh. five or six times. Let's hear it. And it's purely because it puts my mind into yeah. a state yeah. of yeah. like embarrassed. Static. You're fine. <laughs> Nothingness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the yeah, big that suggestions. Two years. I want suggestions. Let's get some titles. I need yeah. to turn okay, my brain um, off. I've seen Armageddon too many times. Uh, I don't even like Armageddon, but somehow but it, I've seen it. It's those mid those nineties action yeah. films. Nineties 
That's Armageddon, so dead on. The Rock, and oh, yeah. Con Air. I could probably watch the Con Italian Air. job yeah, Con more, Ooh, more Con times Air. than exists. Like, like the Italian so job that comes like on television. That. Yeah, the Italian okay. job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, face Off? The 90s yes. remake of it. That Face Off is a brilliant film. The Fugitive I've seen, like, which is actually a good movie. But I've seen that movie like... 15 times. The oh, yeah. Harrison Ford's uh, president run in Air Force One is mm-hmm. is ridiculous, yeah. but it's I'd so that fun. Guy. Is it cinema? I don't yeah, know. I'll... It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, this is this this uh, type of thing. It, it's same in like the sports world and it's the same in geopolitics. Like it's it's the the bad side of like nationalism mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you if you're not. You, uh, we're we're confining our we're we're making specific borders for things that really don't all borders for anything are made up they don't matter and all they do is keep us from being one species acting as one species or so you've seen independence day yes that, that actually like, talking 90s movies one I remember so clearly somebody getting like super pretentious about like Quentin Tarantino oh yeah that period of the night wait no i'm sorry but someone like, was, pre- was pretentious about tarantino but but the point I assume is it was a single woman that, no, this is like somebody <laughs> with like, some really nice feet tarantino was like the only like arty enough filmmaker for him to watch and you're like but this is yes. the other end of a garbage disposal <laughs> yeah. like that's like that's he's proud of that like he watches a bunch of crap and reprocesses it and put it out and you're like you're too good to be quentin tarantino right <laughs> super uh Tyler, um, now that it's our third date, I, I think I need to be honest with you. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, babe. Be honest. I, I like honesty. I, I told you that my favorite movie was Love in the Time of Cholera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah, it's a good book. I yeah, was, good movie. Better I was movie. lying to you. Um, my favorite movie is, uh, is Nuns on the Run. <laughs> Wait, the is that the Eric Idle vehicle? Uh, you could call it a vehicle. I called a masterpiece. Oh wow! <laughs> it got me through a lot of tough times, and it really made me who I am today. Did you and guys want another bloom and nut? Wait, oh, un- I'm oh, you're sorry. In, I'm we sorry. Were, you're oh, in the middle. No, 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 I'll come back. I'll come back. Something. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Come back. Nuns on the run, babe. Yeah. Oh, I mean. I don't. I'm. I'm still processing this. I know. Like, I'm sorry, Tyler. When, it's so much to take in. How old were you when you first saw it? It was. I mean, it was on HBO over the summer. I think mm-hmm. it was the summer of '91, maybe '92. Oh. I don't know. I was. I was ten-ish. Twenty-four. I don't know. Wow. I mean, this is a lot to take in, hon. Because like, I thought we were going to be the kind of people who were like going to like our local independent art cinema you know the kind where um they don't serve hot dogs but they do have like wheat quinoa rolls you know you an accordion place- player performing for them while they're trying to have this intimate moment um, uh, <laughs> um yeah it's- sorry it's so loud in here go, go ahead i mean uh no. sir if, if you could if you could stop with the uh incessant polka that would be fantastic we're trying to have a serious discussion about uh, and there's no other way to say it about tip betrayal. No, I'm not Tyler. That's why I wanted to tell you on our third date before we got too intimate. You had to know the truth about me. I am a nuns on no. the run, fun no, babe, fanatic. Babe, babe, the betrayal is all me. 
No, okay? I gotta say, I love Robbie Coltrane more than you could ever understand. I okay? never knew. I didn't know when, this about you. When he showed up as Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies, I was the only person, the only person in the theater who just screamed out, Oh my God! Oh my God! Everybody, look, look, everybody! There he is! It's Robbie Coltrane! He, so we're going to have to ask you to leave. This is a theater full of children, but it's Charlie and you are the McManus. only one disrupting You don't it. understand! It's Charlie McManus of Nuns on the Run! I, 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 I don't understand that, sir, because I am only 17 years old. <laughs> Mommy! Charlie McManus! Mommy! Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. It's every four years. It's time for our nuns on the runs, fun, fanatic, leadership change. Running for president this year of our fun, fanatic, Rebecca Stevens, please. Please, please stop with the applause. It was a... Sure. It was a summer... 91, 92, I'm not sure. And HBO was just playing Nuns on the Run over and over Ooh. again. And We love it when you tell the story. I, thank you. I, and I will tell you the whole story. So Tell it slower. So, um... <laughs> yeah, That's a base. Now, now, lick your lips a little I, bit. I, I, hey, hold on, Slimy Gary. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll go back in the back here. Back off. I just feel like this movie made me who I am today. I mean... Can you guys smell her hair, too? It smells beautiful. Thank you. It's Pantene. They were men who were nuns, and then they were running. I think that's all you need to know. Yeah, no, no, we, we do know, but we love the way you tell it. Yeah. Tell it again. Okay, so it was the summer. When you tell it at this time, can you tell it like you're a little schoolgirl? Maybe doing jumping jacks a little bit? Slimy Gary. He's yeah. back, yo. Okay, I'm going to go back in the back again. Right. Sorry, go ahead, Rebecca. More nunning on the running. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, did you need, you need another human? <laughs> oh, you're in the middle of something. Oh, I'll come back, I'll come back. <laughs> uh, by the way, I remember that summer of Nuns on the Run. And I watched that movie a lot too. That's why you said I was like, "Oh yeah, Eric Idle, Robbie Coltrane." Uh, I I still do the thing like when I, uh, they do a thing where it's like they do the tits testicles wallet watch thing. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I oh, still yes. yeah. the one thing I remember of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know did um, did you know Francis Ford Coppola wrote the first um, draft of that screenplay? No, that's absolutely not true. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> did Dolly but Parton write it? I, yeah, that's a, I think that's it's, it's, it's true thing. of Cop and a Half. Yes. <laughs> Anybody else have anything uh, to throw into the the, the answer box before you know what? we wrap Mine this is, one up? I have one that's kind of a continuation of what everybody else has talked about. Sweet. Um, like I was a, a firm believer in the idea of karma. Like things will come back to you. Mm. But karma is just a larger idea of fairness and fair. And fair and fairness is such a child yeah such a childish ideal and like oh that's not fair like you hear kids say it all mm-hmm. the time because things aren't and it, dude it just as you get older you realize there is no no fairness and I, even the idea of karma like dude there were so many dirtbags doing well that never seemed to pay for anything yes done in the past mm-hmm. 
I just, I don't think that's, uh, there's no idea of fairness or to make it even more real justice in this world. Just for like a split second, let's all just do a quick thought exercise. Let's imagine that karma and justice are real. And let's just all imagine that it happens to us within our lifetimes. And then everybody imagine what the last day of Donald Trump's life is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, Rock. I do think oh. Donald yeah. Trump pays daily for who he, because I think mm. he's never felt the idea of love or that's, to be, be in love. That's but is yeah. that enough to like balance the scales and the idea no. of a karma? No, because karma? he like, doesn't know that he's not feeling yeah, he love. Know that he's he doesn't, he because he's such a narcissist that he's getting what he wants, which is, which mm-hmm. is attention. I, I can't help but wonder if on totally some level he's that. miserable. Uh, like it, oh, I, I yeah. think oh. he... Oh, I think he absolutely I read is. an article about him that he reads... The, the, in some article, the like one little note was he drinks like a 12-pack of Diet Coke a day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like regardless of how he feels emotionally, <laughs> Physically. he is a gigantic <laughs> ball of gastric reflux. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which he must is be nothing but stomach acid. He's such a sweetheart when he uh. doesn't drink Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> like getting him off of Twitter wasn't the answer. Getting him off of Diet Coke would yeah, have right, like yeah. 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 made so many it's, things it's, better. Sanka would save civilization here. <laughs> um, uh, Jen, I think you were going to say something. Yeah, I want to know what Jen, Jen was about well, to burst with something. No, I really am not bursting with anything. Um, because my not, initial not wine coke, yeah, not enough diet coke. No, Drink it wasn't. Hawaiian. It was really, really my. It it's not bursting with anything. Mine, mine is really a playoff of um what Jet was saying about music, mm-hmm. um, which is not as interesting as what Shawn Michael was this saying. This preamble is great. Thank you. Let me go on about my apologies. Please about... tell us how bad your answer is going to be yes. before you get. Can it. I start recording this now, is... Jet? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you record this no, conversation? I really had this idea. It's it's related to the idea of pleasure versus um, sort of like uh, educational reward. And mm-hmm. I really love reading. Uh, reading yeah. is. I mean, like I love reading fiction. That's probably my nerd i gotta go slimy uh, gary no. we told you slimy gary stay in the back i'm not gonna say it no, don't put him in the back you don't want him in the back <laughs> but i became convinced that i could read i could read every book in the library when i was a little kid i really mm-hmm. thought if i started at the a's mm-hmm. i would make it through and oh, wow. like i didn't do any calculation for more books coming out (laughs) or (laughs) any of that. And so, and then I went through a phase and then I realized one day that I would never be able to do that. And that was such a sad day to me that I would never be able to read all of the books. And Mm. it it still kind of bothers me to be honest. But then, uh, and then I went through a phase where I was like, well, I'm definitely going to read all the classics. And then I realized I was never going to be able to do that either because Classics are sadly very boring. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, like yeah. many of yeah. them mm-hmm. are yeah. very boring. Oh, no one wants and the Catcher so, in the Rye. I'm, oh, <laughs> I like. See, at least Catcher in the Rye is accessible. I tried to read a book called The Woman in White by Wilkie Collins, which oh! was written in, in, in like We're seventeen something or eighteen. Yeah, blah it, blah blah. And I got through like the first hundred pages, forcing my eyes to scan each word and try mm. to like ingest them into my brain because it became this task of like completion, which meant nothing to anyone. Uh, it Jen, truly, it, 
Yeah. You're better than me. I couldn't make it through the first hour of that audiobook. Somebody's it's, like, oh, it's a classic. It's so good. I was just like, I know. oh my God. Well, why, why is it a classic then? Like who voted that's on great, it to be a classic? But yeah. that that's the exactly my yeah. philosophical change is exactly what you're saying, Rebecca, which is what I realized is that my experience of reading was totally personal and that no one could ever tell me like, you're going to enjoy this because of X, Y reason. If it's won an award, if it's a classic, if somebody deems it something and that I never have to read past the first 20 pages if I don't want to. And then I'm allowed to close the book and say, this isn't for me and set it aside. And it took me forever to get to the point where I could put down a book and not finish it and go like, this is okay and a waste of my time. Yeah. You, you know, what's yeah. funny is I had a similar experience to that when I was a kid. I, I was a, you know, I'm a nerd. I love reading too. Um, Interesting. And Cause you called me a nerd. Early. I thought that was yeah, Gary. Yeah. Was that uh, like a, isn't that the nerd a calling nerd the nerd, nerd. nerd? Game recognized game. Well, nerd on nerd violence. A nerd knows a nerd. Mm, damn. I know where if I speak. But, uh, you know, and so um, I used to go to the library once a week and it was a big deal. Yeah. I used to go Saturday and get like my five books or whatever. And I read Ugh, and I was really excited about it. And one time I got a book and I was like, it was, it was, and I was maybe like fifth or sixth grade. And I was like, it was horrific. I could not, it was so boring. And I, and I was like, I like, like with, with a heart full of shame, I said to my mom, I'm like, I, yes. I don't like this book. I can't, I can't read this book. And oh. she's like, oh, that's okay. You know, sometimes you don't like books. And it was like. Oh my, it like it was so weird because it had this thing on me like it was it was my fault I didn't like oh, yeah. the book. Yes, and I think that's where you're coming from. Like it's a hundred percent that. Yeah, I I had the same thing. I mean, as a kid, also like at library all the time, taking out books, and yeah, I I think two two experiences stood out to me. There was a book, the very first book ever, and I don't remember the name of it now, but like the book that was the book I couldn't finish reading. And it was just, I reached a point where it was like the logic of it was so bad. It just like, there was, there was just the concepts and I'm sure it was like a kid's sci-fi book and it was just like. Sounds like it, the, are you sure it wasn't the Bible? Right. Thank you. That was it. <laughs> also right, did you yes. call it the first book yes. ever. Yes. I couldn't remember uh, the, the author. It was God. But yeah, no, I, I just, I, and I felt it was so in the ashamed. Middle of the, in the middle of the shelf somewhere. That's right. Yeah. I felt so ashamed of myself for not being able to finish it. And then I reached a point where I was like, this is okay. But then the, the worst one slightly was I was so big into sci-fi and Ursula K. Le Guin is, was such a well-respected sci-fi author. And I picked up one of her books as like, it's time to finally read this masterpiece. And I was probably like two chapters in before I was just so incredibly bored with it. And it's, it's, it's a very well-regarded book. I don't remember which one it is now because I gave up on it. But it was a case of, I, I felt like there's something wrong with me because this is a book that is clearly fantastic. And yet I am bored. See, I will say actually one of my most satisfying reading experiences of all time is not reading the final page of the fountainhead. by <laughs> Ayn Rand, which is the worst, like I like it just reading it, screaming at the book the whole time and then getting to the very, to the very last page and then closing the book as my way of saying, Fuck you. I don't care about your book. <laughs> wow. And it was so satisfying. Wow. Super. Hey, Timmy, if you don't want to finish your chaos burger, you don't have to. But but someone smarter than me made it. I, 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 it must be good for me to eat. It was created by a computer algorithm. Would you happen to believe if it was two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce cheese, pickled onions, and on sesame seed bun, wouldn't that scream Big Mac to you? So wait, the patties are on the outside? No! Legit! <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the close of this week's episode. 
Thank you, as always, to Matt Walker for our intro and outro music. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. This episode was hosted and edited by me, Jet Kaufman, and co-hosted by our special guest, Rebecca Stevens. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. This was fun. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot, along with some of the ads, with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. If you're loving what we're doing, please just pause real quick, write a five-star review before you close the app, tell a friend about us, and then come back and listen to the rest. And always remember to spay and neuter your pets. Oh, Rebecca, thank you so, so much. It was so good to see you after all this time. Thank you. I feel like I'm so rusty from doing oh, you any great. of this. All I've been doing is having yep. babies, so thank you. <laughs> How can you possibly be rusty after giving birth <laughs> twice? <laughs> uh. I mean... Not everything's rusty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sneeze I, and I pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode title because this has not stopped recording. And it's orange and, and red. Two other um, side effects of medificus. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Josh, you got one more thing before we close this out? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually really glad, Rebecca, that you came on. Like, for those who don't know, which I, I don't think any of you do except for Jet. Uh, we tried to do a podcast years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we were yeah, like four years ago, and we had it was an 2018, idea. We had so it was 35 years ago. Feels like yeah, it. yep. And uh, I remember it, you know, which is crazy because we're all 34, and I can play 18. Yeah, which is crazy, and it's funny. I remember it, 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 you know, things started falling apart, and Rebecca was like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna have kids, and uh, I'm gonna get a graduate degree, so I can't do this podcast right now." And I was like, "God damn it!" Why is she leaving? And then she had kids and got a master's degree and getting all this great stuff. And I'm I'm glad you finally got to come here. We have our favorite people on here. And I mean, you're one I, of them. I call you sister. You call me brother all the time. We love each other. I'm glad you finally got to be here. Well, it's like a full circle moment. Thank you. And, and listen, I can't do this podcast anymore because I need to make $3 million. And <laughs> I said uh, buy a house. I don't know. Whatever I said last time came true. Always yeah, I like, like, yeah. Yeah. Manifest I like it. Manifest Keep it. getting the things. I'm manifesting. And stop peeing when you sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> Never. It's fun. It's exciting. Oh. That's the secret. Well, that uh, that I think brings it to a close. Thank you. Thank oh, you, guys. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, Josh. Can I start recording now? Oh. Uh. uh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Hit, hit that button. Shit. Okay. I don't believe. Anything's on Oh my time I kick the door On its hinges Just so I could move on Oh I had I had a uh, but I don't remember it was toward the beginning but it was gonna be introducing some sort of scene in heaven or something but I was my initiation was something in like a factory and then I was gonna reference the gender trading floor and see where that <laughs> took us yeah, oh, but, nice. but someone and we cut to that yeah. now <laughs> I wish we would have had slimy Gary on from the b- beginning yeah right <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a great character to kick you know, as soon as that's I start doing it I'm like I, 
I don't know if everybody else is going to be okay. I knew you would be, and I was like, this might come off really bad to nobody that, knows, that doesn't know us. You know what I mean? I think well, Slimy like- Gary's the only one who liked the audiobook for The Woman in White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Wait, I, so I, so thank so you. Good night. He that came with a very, very different idea of what this book is. <laughs> yes.